What? <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> Welcome to Pocket Cast, the very professional and very serious podcast for people with frontal pockets. Some call them frockets, but not in our society. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. You inbred fucking trailer trash piece of shit. You got me so upset I can't speak. Fucking don't call it a frocket. We are the front pocket society of frontal lobe men. I, I, I lost it. I don't know. I don't think you had to save it. I think I could have at least closed it out. I think we're going to keep some of that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Pocket Cast. The podcast about the DS and the DS library. I am joined with... It's joined by... We'll get it one of these days. <laughs> someday. Joined by Ed, who can be reached at... Oh, you're not going to introduce my Twitter handle? No, I hate it. That's rude. Still hate it. All right. <clears throat> well, you can reach me at Unicorn. Spell it, it out for the people. It's 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 phonetic. You don't even have to spell it. Should you I just tell them you just say zero. it and it knows. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so there's there's a zero in there somewhere. It's Unicorn. Unic E U N U C H Horn H 0 R N. It's that simple. And I'm Fletcher. I can be reached at GapToothMF on Twitter as well. Did you say the Twitter part? We talked about it beforehand. I felt like it was implied. At me. Yeah, at me. Like if you say at me, people know. So I'm co-hosting today. <laughs> and I'm hosting today. woo Woo! Got the crazy cat in the house too. You're going to hear some meowing and some thuds and some scratching. We're trying out the uh, new studio today. Yeah. Um, we're there. Please bear with us for the, any technical technicalities that we run into. Oh, dude, I, the audio has been different every episode. Every so episode, far. yeah. It's, 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 it's great. Gonna, I think it's going to continue to change for at least three more episodes. Oh, at least. I can guarantee you that if you have ADD ears, then we are we are suited for you. Uh, yeah, there's so many flavors of audio depth to really pick through. It's, there are. It's, it's great. Actually, we are really good at it, and what we're doing is we're hypnotizing people by the canter in which we fade in and out, and the cat pushes up on the microphone. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's intentional, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So Fletcher suckered me into doing this podcast where, allegedly, we're going to attempt to review... You keep adding... The doubt in the disclaimer term, yeah, yeah. Allegedly, the supposed one hundred percent. It is uh, how many how many titles are in the USDS library? Uh, over over a thousand, over probably roughly. I'm gonna say fifteen hundred. That's a lot of weekends, dog. That's a lot of weekends. I mean, we're gonna go through those weekends either way. Those weekends are gonna happen regardless. Dude, don't 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 quote me to me. Ugh. Don't do that. It's a good advice. It's distasteful. It's a good piece of advice. You know. So, yeah, allegedly, we're going to review or attempt, again, attempt to review. I wouldn't even roughly say review. Review. Eh, 
talk about. Talk about, discuss, experience. Yeah. Play a little bit of. Yeah. Feign expertise. Mm, I like that. Ah, that's a good one. That's, that's really good. That's that's one for the for the docket for sure. Absolutely. So we're, we're gonna feign that. expertise on roughly fifteen hundred Nintendo DS games. Yeah. It's very doable. Super doable. It's way more doable than some other libraries, I feel like. I feel like I feel like this goal is more attainable than say, I don't know, retirement. Because I think after this we go on to the Game Boy Advance. We're going to be doing taxes in zero G VR at that point. Well, hopefully we will have something to take care of our arthritis. Oh, <laughs> yeah, hopefully. That's that would be nice. Yeah. Maybe we can get new homegrown genetically modified spinal cords or something. Or just some medical marijuana. Yeah, that'd be nice too. I'd settle for that. Yeah, that would work. Work well enough. Yeah. You can't complain. Yeah. Become we'll complacent. A little future weed. Let the man do whatever he wants because you're all fucked up on your arthritis medicine. Do you, Can you get fucked up on arthritis meds? I mean, if it's weed. We, we, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. That's a good point. All right. <laughs> Let's recap last week real quick. Last week, we played Solatu Robo. The Red Hunter, or was it Red the Hunter? Red the Hunter. It was Red the Hunter. Red the Hunter. Ah. Yep. Uh, did you continue to play that at all? Oh no, 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 <laughs> no I did not. I, yeah, I did, I did not. Did in fact. No, I did not. I thought I, about it. Yeah, I thought about it. Yeah. I looked at it once, and then I was like, I, I've experienced it. That, you know, that that was the conclusion I came to. I don't. So if if you weren't sold on our. Uh, synopsis of it last week yeah i'm gonna stick with it even more so and let you know it's not good enough to even pick it up again like once yeah. it's out of mind and you have another game on mind i i was i was way happier with yeah. our selection this week oh yeah I, well I, all i could think of was we have 1499 additional titles yet to cover when I have time to pick up Solatu Robo <laughs> again, I'll let you know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, thanks, Red, for the adventure last week. This week, uh, we were playing Glory of Heracles, which is also Hercules. So, just a renaming of... Do you know Greek mythology? Oh, I do. I thought so. Yes. Because Heracles is the... Son of Zeus. But that's the actual name. Hercules is a rename, like it's a redoing of the name. Uh, Morgan knows quite a bit about. Is it the difference between the Roman and Greek names, perhaps? Um, maybe I'm not. I'd have to check that. I'm not but sure, but I wonder if that's the case. Um, because I know Hera is Hercules' mother, in the original tale of Hercules or Heracles. Yes, that sounds right. <clears throat> so I guess that has something to do with that. I did mean to brush up on my. Greek mythos before this session. I was going to, but I was really just relying on you. Honestly, I would have, I would have assumed the same. Um, I will tell you, it didn't seem to matter too much. I was going to ask you that. I was very curious about what, how much of that story does it follow? If yeah. I was a Greek 
mythology person would I know the names of these people? Names, so that's actually the, the main point. Names is pretty much where it lives. It You're pulling, the game pulls a lot of names, a lot of locations. Uh, names and locations, pretty much. So names in general. Uh, and, and just weaves it into a story it's so, so your your companions those are all names from greek mythology i, I would it. say some of them are and most of them are period specific names some of them are kind of bastardizations of common names of the era it, it really just depends but not all of it was necessarily a direct pull from greek mythology so I did a um, some, some research, of course, mm-hmm, on it, mm-hmm, as one does, and it is a um, it was one of the first RPGs to do Greek mythology. I think it still might be like one of the only ones to do it, uh, whereas everything else is high fantasy, mm-hmm. medieval times, fantasy world, cyberpunk, future, what have you. This is all super like it was the first one. Uh, 89 is when it came out, the first glory of her, her Heracles. The the first title or this this one? In, the I, first title. I think this is like the fifth? This is the fifth title, the first American release, and yeah. the last. The la- yeah, the last one. The they last haven't had one. another one since. No. I guess it was a big hit in Japan. Or at least it hit enough for, what was it, four other episodes? And so that's cool, whatever. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's the very first one is very much so a Dragon Quest clone. But oh, okay. in that same sense, I guess the first Final Fantasy is a Dragon Quest clone. And it just is like Doom, where it starts out a genre. Yeah. So some of the first titles to come out following it are called clones. But I would say this is – it slightly t- reminds me. It's reminiscent of a Dragon Quest game. Okay. But it does so much of its own in terms of battle. You're looking at a JRPG. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got the overworld map that you go on to to go from town to town or different locations. And then each town location you go in, and it's a safe zone. When you're out on the world, you've got the random encounters – turn-based combat yeah turn-based combat's a little different in this though it's there's a lot going on there's a lot to discuss i think we might save that just for on the combat section we're gonna have to have uh, i think that's gonna be the bulk (laughs) of unpacking for this game yeah it's it is it's a lot to i didn't realize how much it was to regurgitate until writing it all out because they do a good job of delivering it all to you i think you know agreed uh, but when you're then having to write out your notes about it, you're like, oh, my God, there yeah, is a, a lot, lot going on. Oh, this. yeah. Then you've got, um, you got a bunch of characters that come into play. Mm-hmm. Really pretty fun. Did you enjoy that? The yeah, I liked, that? I, liked the, I liked the characters. The dialogue was okay, very, very clearly driven from a Japanese anime-esque dialogue delivery, uh, very animated. 
witty. There were some decent puns. There I will, are. There I will are. give them credit. There the, were some good puns, even a couple of throwbacks to some other games. Yeah, which were subtle and nice. The ones of that, that one I really liked is where because you play as just like any other JRPG, you you have amnesia, and you're found, and eventually along the way you need to choose what your name is going to be. Mm-hmm. And before you choose the name, they say something about, how about the name Pit? Yep. And someone says, well, Pit, that's not a very Greek name. Or that doesn't sound very Greek at all. And that being a reference to Kid Icarus. You know, when I first read it, I was like, who is Pit? I, mean, I know who Pit is, but I can't <laughs> think of who, I can't place the character. And eventually, oh, I've got it. Yeah, okay. That was, it's funny. Very I, funny. I knew it immediately from Smash Bros. Oh, that's see, what, that's I where I played, remembered it from. Yeah, but I've never actually played a like a Kid Icarus game. So what did you what did you end up naming your character? Avil. That's what I name. Ah, okay. I name all of my characters Avil when we when I played uh, Elder Scrolls, not Elder Scrolls, Neverwinter. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah Neverwinter. That Is was. that where the name was born from? Yeah, that what? Was, it's actually uh, it's a name that I considered changing at one point because of how much I use it. Uh, it comes from. I was trying to think of a name that fit the fantasy world. Okay. And I had an ale and a stout sitting next to me. That's where it came That's from? That's where Abel Stout comes from. Yeah. I hate you so much. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. I mean, that's as good as anything, any other origin story. Yeah. You know. I can't be too mad about it. I, uh, I went with Link. Man, I grew up playing Ocarina of Time so hard. And every time... You get to change your character's name. And I thought, why would I do that? Link is a badass. And they're like, oh, it's time to name your horse. What would you like to name it? Why the fuck would I name my horse anything other than Epona? It's the best name for a horse. Epona is a great name for a horse. It's and maybe that's Maybe that's just the Zelda influence yeah but i do agree as the best name for a horse do you feel that way then if we're playing a game where you choose the name but when you go to choose a name it already has a name assigned do you stick with that character's name then no i change it to link every oh, time i, I have respect to, I, for the game i, I have to stay with it i always <laughs> i always stay with the names I, no don't get me wrong I, there is a part of my soul that says re- respect the creators respect grow the up. unique story of, not grow up <laughs> you grow up ocarina of time best game hands down it's ever. a great I, it's I, a great game it's a great game i don't know if i want to say best time best game of all time and that's fair. I definitely put it up there. I agree with you. I I, agree with every that. time I get to name a character, Link. Link, dude. Hey, I respect it. I respect the consistency. And, because... it, and it's worth noting that it's capital L, lowercase the rest. Because there's <laughs> some, some people out there don't have time on like the old school games on the name selection, especially like specifically for Ocarina of Time. You've got one set on the left of all uppercase caps and then on the other side. So you have to go all the way over. So mm. I know there's a lot of people taking that <laughs> shortcut and doing all caps link. That's some bullshit. Take the time, respect yourself, drop over to the other set, give yourself some lowercase letters there. Well, do you not do you not like doing the butt dick or, you know, some funny name like asshole? I, like, I mean, I, hey, I appreciate asshole. the humor. <laughs> I, I, I do. 
I, do. I always love that when you like you start a game like that and it's really funny but then you start getting into the game and it's just like every now and again <laughs> just, just makes you giggle and pulls you out of the experience a little bit just so i did do that one time on ocarina of time and then it, i got to the point of the game where you're leaving the forest which is still fairly early on and you have to say goodbye to soraya or whatever the fuck her name is and and then she calls you. Sora? What? Isn't her name Sora? I refuse to accept whatever pronunciation that is. I think that's the like. It's S. Oh, dude, don't make me look it up. I believe I thought, the. I thought it was S A R I A. I just thought Sora's, Sora's song what? or something like that, right? I just always thought that, that. I mean, I feel like I've heard people pronounce it that way. I'm not good at pronouncing video game names of anything. In fact, going through this game, Glory of Hercules, Heracles, there you go, doing it wrong. <laughs> I I just I, I would read people's names and I was like, I walked out into the you know I could not figure out the names of locations. Well, besides, okay, locations are pretty easy because they are truly historical locations you've learned about. You know, Sparta, Olympia. Yeah, at least in like context that. of this game, yeah, that's yes, much easier. Yes. Whereas the names of the characters, I'm like, yeah. Axis, Axius. Oh, dude, I I love language and like lingual roots and stuff like that. Like like root languages, super fascinating to me. Um, and just for context, the character's name from Ocarina of Time is spelled S A R I A. So, and I think there are various versions out there that might have it spelled S-A-R-A. I distinctly remember growing up with a version that had the I in there. So I always thought it was Soraya, but it also could be Syria or something totally different. But Sora, I'm I'm not going to accept that. I mean, I'm not saying, I am not, I'm not an expert. No, no, that's fine. Although, that's just what I thought. And you're allowed to consume the game hearing it <laughs> pronounced whatever I way just it works. Sworn that her her name was like because it I, doesn't detract from me. I feel like just hearing people say it in YouTube videos, mm. you know, something like that is where it just that's it's Sora's song or whatever the fuck that song is that you learned from her. Yeah, her. Or you well, have her, her song. Her. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, but anyway, getting to that point in the game and she's telling you goodbye, and it's one of the most emotional parts of the game. And then she's like, hey, don't forget about me, dick butt. And you're like, <laughs> wow, wow I, I've just ruined this moment. <laughs> and so I've, I've always felt such immense guilt and shame over doing that. <laughs> and so I, I don't do that anymore. Out of respect for the, you know, the digitally rendered characters with pre-programmed you know, it's dialogue. It's someone's story, right? It's yeah. someone's passion. It's a lot of people's passion. That they put a lot and of time into. I was big into. on it as a kid. It was huge. Yeah, so yeah, I, I, I respect the respect. <clears throat> Have we missed anything on covering the, just the quick coverage of the glory of her? <sighs> the glory, the G-O-H. The G-O-H. Look, it's not even the. There is no the at the beginning of the title. No, it's just, it's just glory, glory of, of. Yeah. Yeah. We well, are not great with our titles. Yeah. So far. But okay. hey, you know. We've also had some weird ones. Yeah. Solar 2 Robo, come on. There's a game called Nostalgia. I don't think we'll mess that one up. I don't think we'll fuck that up at all. No. I think we'll be just Avalon fine. Code. We haven't even played Avalon it, code? but we've said the name perfectly so, so many good. times. Ugh. Call of Duty, nailed it. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> the world ends with you. There's that, a, that, that could almost be a tongue twister for a almost. child. Could be. Maybe. 
That should be the only criteria for picking our next game. The name is easy to Can pronounce. Can we pronounce the name? I like that. That's a good one. Um, all right, so... Man, there's not a whole lot else to go in. I did want to talk about the writer and composer. <clears throat> just in brief. I've yeah, got like absolutely. maybe two minutes. I, I, let's, uh, let's get into it. If I recall as a very general looking over it, because there's not a lot to research on this game versus Solitude Robo. I mean, as far as pulling uh-huh. up any anything on your searches, there is nothing I could really find on the development of it. Mm-mm. Uh just the fact that it was the first release uh i read a bit about the uh, the first release in america mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. um i read a bit about the transferring of people from one company to another to then yeah. be picked up by what was that Nintendo. data east was that, was yeah that something right? like that yeah data east i think it's picked up by Payon pound pound pa- pound yeah i'm gonna let you go with that because <laughs> I, I don't know i don't know p-a-o-n um, and then they get picked up by Nintendo. Yep. And that's where this game gets published on the DS. Uh, it was like a 15 year. Once again, it was a big gap. Maybe not 15 years. Maybe it was 10 years or something. Once again, there was a big time gap between this game and its predecessor. Well, the so the first one came out in '87. '87. I thought it was '89. And then they had so the second title was '89. And then you had one in 92, oh, a second one in 92. And this this one was referred to as the snap story. And I got the impression that that was a colloquial term that meant something to somebody. Uh, I don't I don't know what a snap story is, but that that came out. <laughs> and then, <laughs> they were way ahead of their time. On yeah, that, that was huge. Wow, they just posted to their snap. Sto- yeah. Nobody else has snap, but they got it. They got it. <laughs> Uh, and then you had one in '94, and then that that was the what the fourth iteration, yeah. yeah. And then you had the Japan version of Glory of Heracles released in 2008, and then the North American adaptation in 2010. Yeah, quite a long time. But yeah, I yeah everything I have in here in my notes are just bullet point facts there's there's no surplus of really anything extra quite like we had for solo to robo did you find the interviews about on the on their website they had interviews with the uh two people from the team that made goh i i mean i may have had that they talked about the composer uh who had they had pulled from the original games this was and the writer too the writer had worked on the mm-hmm. third and fourth one i believe that worked on the fifth one yeah and he was in his early 20s and so he had talked about having some hesitation to going back to the game but then uh. feeling like he needed to to show how much he's grown and how much better the story could be told compared to how they told it the last time due to his writing like he taking it all on his own of like i was young and i had a lot of growing to do it okay i gotcha you know i i was looking at the the writer's other works and this dude was all over the place this guy wrote one of one of the other things he's accredited for is the storyline to the the subspace emissary portion of super smash bros brawl he wrote the story for that. Is there a story? I've never really played Brawl. 
I played melee, and that's where I fall off on my Super Smash Bros. Yeah, yeah, you play through the main main campaign thing. I don't remember what it's called, but if yeah, if you play through the main single player mode or what have you, it there is a general plot, and it's actually pretty good. It's 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 entertaining. It certainly does a lot more for a melee game than you would expect it to have. So it's yeah. pretty entertaining. Um, but I know he did. He was on a number of Final Fantasy games. Uh, King, I think he worked on all of the Kingdom Hearts titles. Wow, I do recall seeing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, I, yeah, I threw the uh, Smash Bros. Brawl storyline in there because I thought that, was, that I was surprised so, to see that in there. That is. That's an interesting. That's an interesting place to be at, and I can see it kind of because of how Laboratories that does Super Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also do Kirby. Mm. And yeah, okay. I just seeing the comical f- feel of Kirby mm-hmm. and the f- comical feel of GOH, I could almost see where that would come into yeah. if they wanted to have him on the team for something. That makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, and it's it's not bad. No, it's fun. It's 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 entertaining. It, and it really it's just there are parts where it's kind of funny how much it's it takes its time on some parts mm-hmm. where just idle conversation almost between your few heroes in your party. And then when you get into some actual storyline or someone deciding to join up with you yeah. or they have to go off on their own journey, it's very, uh, and I have to go now. And that's yeah. it. it. It's very, so it's funny where there's times where he really digs into things, and then other times where they're just, all right, we got to get the story going. Come yeah. On, come go, on, go, come go, on. go, 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 go. And I did put almost what, nine, nine or ten hours in. Okay. And I feel like the story did not open up. Yeah. That and much. I, I held off on doing any of my actual game research until like the last minute because I didn't, I didn't want to ruin anything. And, uh, yeah, I, I kind of thought I was missing out on something too, and then I'm, you know, reading up and doing a little bit of research on the title and discovering that seems to be the general consensus. There's not a whole lot going on with the story. It's, it's there. That's about it. Yeah, it's, and it it's does entertaining a at times, um, and, and it does have some good jokes, and it's well written, but the story itself is is pretty weak. Again, overutilizing some pretty standard tropes, like you mentioned, the amnesia thing. I certainly, well, I was very surprised to see a lot of these other well-known, very popular titles like Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts thrown into the mix in terms of the writer's background. So that was kind of a bummer. I was hoping for a little bit more knowing that. Yeah, I, I could see that. I do wonder if it doesn't start to open up more. I do feel like normally in a JRPG, even after that nine to ten hours, is not long. Well, the I think the total runtime for this game is averaged at about twenty to twenty-two hours. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. So you you were you were about uh, about halfway through about halfway maybe. through the game. Yeah. Well, that's all right. I'm I'm proud to I'm proud to hear <laughs> yeah, that. That's, you know, that's yeah, nice. that's pretty good. I, I was a couple hours behind you, but that but you I can say then. You've gotten most of the experience. Not that I think it's a bad thing. I enjoy mm-hmm. I enjoy the battle mechanic, and I can see that growing 
always continuing to kind of grow and yeah. as they give you new spells and your enemies are changing you are realizing there's some more strategy to the battles and to using your layout mm-hmm. you know i did want to also briefly talk about the composer uh well we could also name drop these people i do have their names on here Unless you wanted to say them. I, 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 I write down composer and writer for a reason. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> so the writer was uh, Kazushige Nojima, and the composer is Yoshitaka Hirota. Good job. Thank you. Uh, I over-anglicized the pronunciation just, hey, to, just to stay in my lane. It sounds great. I appreciate that. Um, so the composer, and I do want to preface this with saying... I felt I felt like the music in this game was fairly mid. Oh, really? And I, I don't and I don't mean that negatively. I just don't mean I, or rather, I mean I don't think that it shined above, and I don't think it was lackluster. I think it was middle of the road. And I know mid is kind of an insult these days, but that's not how I'm using it. Okay. I think it, I think it was middle, but I think it it was good. It wasn't monotonous or anything like that. It carried. It did well. It was fun. It wasn't extra saucy for me though certainly not compared to again some of these other titles okay let's hear some of these other titles um so bomberman 64 the second attack super monkey ball banana blitz Mm. i'm a huge yeah monkey ball fan i do love me some monkey ball um and then he also worked heavily on the sound design for chrono trigger and final fantasy 6 wow yeah so I, and I'm basing I'm basing my judgment mostly on participation in those last two titles. I really like the music. I I would honestly say I think it's a bit above mid. I can see where you're coming from, where it doesn't do anything new. Yeah, it gives the comfy towns, the the small towns, that small town music, but it does it well. And what I initially noticed was the. What I initially noticed was this, the, the quality of the sound that came out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was just that I didn't ha- – if the clanking of the robot from Solo 2 Robo was just <laughs> so bad that I just didn't notice it. But the stereo speakers on the DS are surprisingly – they sound surprisingly good. And especially yeah. in this game, they used, they utilized it very well, it felt to me. That's a that's an interesting point. It's something I hadn't considered. It, again, worth noting that this is a later title f- uh, in terms of the the DS, the DS life yeah, cycle. So absolutely, um, so I'm sure that probably had some kind of role to play. I'm sure it does. Clean audio, though, I'll definitely it give was, you that. And I liked the music. I enjoyed. I thought that it was all very well placed. And like you said, none of it gets repetitive. And that's something that you run into a lot with RPGs, especially, mm-hmm. is where the battle screen music is always the same. And this one. I think may have been the same. Uh, maybe not. Maybe it changed on location because I feel like that would have annoyed me. But Yeah, now that you mention it, I don't... I don't recall particularly. Uh, yeah. So that's a good thing, in my yeah. opinion. If I don't recall the battle music, that's great because there are a lot of... Lot of unless, it's, unless it's Final Fantasy. I love Final Fantasy battle music. That one's repetitive, but, isn't it? True, but their main battle sequence music... It usually maintains a certain th- like audio theme, and there's a word for that in music theory. Sue me for not knowing, but it, it carries a lot of that same melodic theme. But overall, 
you I mean I think any given Final Fantasy game will have like I don't know 10 20 maybe 30 different battle sequence soundtracks okay it's cool um, again very similar but also unique at the same time especially if you were to sit down and listen through the OST you'll notice very drastically and it would make sense if this game did the same thing it's certainly pretty typical of a turn-based JRPG like this yeah so it wouldn't surprise me um yeah yeah not bad no I, I, I liked it um I enjoyed it I, I can see why you call it mid and why you mean that in a not bad way yeah not at all because it's very average it's not like wow they really you know they, they how did they put a symphony on here right or this isn't the music I wouldn't think of there was one part where where you're in a ruins part and they've got the 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 stereotypical what, what, what would you call it when they're in like India or Egypt or anywhere east of Europe mm-hmm. or like in somewhere that's you get that insert typical desert soundtrack here exactly desert yeah. soundtrack yes <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's that, they have that and I immediately oh come on <laughs> yeah and again not bad no nope. fits the yeah. fits the type and I just, that is it's a very I wanted to be cautious so as to not overhype it when I, if I were to just say it was good yeah especially when you're talking about heavily worked on Chrono Trigger yeah. That's, that soundtrack is phenomenal. Yeah. And it doesn't help that we're literally coming off Sola to Robo, and that game's saving graces were sound and visuals. Yeah. So. Well, speaking of visuals, do we want to get into visuals? Oh, yeah. We can definitely get into visuals. Right. So as far as visuals went, I at first did not like them, and then really quickly came to love a lot of things about the visual presentation. They do a black outline around all of the characters mm-hmm. and it has kind of a cell shaded look to it in a very miniature way. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a very, like all your sprites are pretty small. One thing I really enjoy about this game is the character design as well. Because in a lot of DS titles, when you're dealing with RPGs, JRPGs, you get these chibi, is that the name for it? Yeah. You know, these short, cute characters that are all like kind of like, like they look like little kids that are going through these like world-saving battles. And yeah, the Squishmallow it, rendition of your character. Yeah, and when you see a lot of those on Nintendo or Super Nintendo especially, mm-hmm. They look so much better in the sprite, and you can take it so much more seriously as a sprite than you can as a 3D polygon yeah. chibi type character. Yeah, it, it detracts from the, like you said, the seriousness. And, and the this one, this one, they just were like small, normal looking yep. people. I mean, as normal as some of your yeah. type goofy, silly video game characters are, but they were of normal, normal proportions at least. Yeah. And then when you were in the battle screen, there is the idle movement that you and your and the enemies both do, and it was so fluid. They did a great job. It was just fun to encounter new enemies and see what they're gonna look like, how they're gonna stand there on the battlefield, uh-huh. and that your attacks look great. They've got they're really cool. They start to go just immediately from boom 
to just like these huge explosions on the screen you know the character so when you you get to a certain point you meet a group they join your party temporarily while you're on the ship patroclus Mm -hmm. yes so one i thought patroclus was a dude patroclus is not a dude she is in fact a chick yep and a fucking bat dude her attacks her melee attacks the way they just clunk in bro it feels powerful and you, and the main character main character has that too it's not as good not as good but you have yeah but i mean the way that his he, attacks still his like, attack have just heft looks good it's they, got half the way like that he swings, swings that sword mm-hmm. you know uh, i i know exactly what you mean yeah, they, the animation design was very very nice it, you don't need vibration to feel that hit agreed that's is such a great way to put it so cool how you can feel the feel like your hits are having impact without any like mm-hmm. haptic feedback or anything like that oh and there's there's a bunch of really nice knockback animations um there's a weird enemy character design model things going on there's some weird looking shit <laughs> yeah there are there's like there's you don't know what you're looking at it looks cool i think there's but... one that's this like two-legged you talking about the tube with the hammer eyes? <laughs> like it's, it's, he's got like he looks like a like uh, uh, a snake slug thing with legs, and he's like yeah. grayish blue. Do you know what I'm talking? They're disgusting. Yeah, absolutely disgusting. That is actually in the first one. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, and it's this is a very cool modernizing of it. You can see it how it had grown into this. This is definitely the image they had for it. Huh. That's wild. And it is it is grotesque and it's creepy. And the first time you encounter it, you think this is going to be this is a tough bot. You immediately mm-hmm. know when something's going to be tougher than something else. Well, it, it does. A- and the game tells you the oh, game yeah. will literally have a little text prompt that pops up, and be like, "Oh, hey, oh, you thought you were a fucking hard with enemy has no, appeared and it's all a, outlined and shit. It gets red. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh fuck, you get a little anxious, and oh. I just panic and I grab." All of my major spells and yep. just dump just them on unload them. on this motherfucker. Oh. But I think that the visuals are really cool. I It's turned up in the battle sequence. It is. It and is I absolutely. Think, I don't want to get too far ahead, but I, I think the battle the game was made for the battle system, honestly. That's where all the that's where everything I think shines the most. The overworld visuals, I'm gonna say it, blow. They're lacking. It, it is soft, muddled. There's z- no definition, and it's an overworld. I get it. I, it's it is quite every muddled, JRPG like that. this has a very flat overworld, mm-hmm. and that's to be expected. But come on. Well, I will argue with you as to where there's a point where you're running away from the jail. Mm-hmm. And when you come out, you're actually elevated above a spot that you're just recently at. Yeah, you know, I that was a little touch of like, oh, that's that's something you don't usually see, like actual elevation differences that's that fair. you can visually tell. Yeah, true. and you didn't realize it because you're so used to these muddled, plain, flat overworlds that you didn't even think about this being a higher elevation until now they've put you on top of it and you're like oh yeah this does i'm up here this ridge is higher than over there now that i realize it <laughs> yeah That's... so i would give it that but i i mean i feel like an all overworld map that yeah 
I, I didn't mean to overly trash on it, <laughs> but it is not reminiscent of the beauty to be found. No, and I, I and I hate I hate the controls of how slow you move. Oh, it's it's overworld. forced walk and overworld travel is I guess always it slow. Makes sense, right? Because but you're because it's it's a it's a image holder for your whole party on this yeah. big trek and you, I'd say each time that you move you're actually going a mile. Yeah, but this isn't an Oregon Trail simulator. It's not supposed to take me 15 years to well, go up the coast. Well, I think that is part of it. You're in Greece, you know, like I mean, they even are immediately getting to this whole thing about like, oh my god, we're getting sidetracked again. Like this is such a short trip trip from Sparta to Olympus. Like it's right there and yeah. you're already, you know, sidewinding. The only and... reason I'm bitching is because of the random encounters. Oh, they are over the top. There are so, and I, I, I'll say it again: the battle system is where this game <laughs> it shines. Is, it is, and I still wanted to cut myself every time I hit a random encounter. Yeah, I, uh, I, especially when you, you start picking up these items that don't detract enemies from attacking you, but actually attract enemies to uh-huh. attack anymore. And I can't imagine that must be. You get out of a battle and you take a step, maybe two, maybe. and you're in another battle. Because it's already mm-hmm. three, four steps max sometimes. Dude, I is... hate overworld random encounters. It's just... It's not just in the overworld, though. No, there. it's anywhere that's not a town. Yeah, anywhere that's not safe uh-huh. and where you can get into a random encounter going from the shortest point A to B, your most... I feel like I ran at one point when going through a dungeon uh, where... I don't know how to describe it, but it's one of the first rooms in the dungeon where you can actually just do a direct A to B across the room to get to the exit. And I ran all the way across, got down the stairs. I could not believe I got, I bet it was, I bet it was 12 paces and I could not believe that I made it without any encounters on that level. I was so stoked. Yeah. I had, I had one instance where I was confused on where to go. And so I exited a town and I started going North and then the game was like, hey, fuckhead, maybe you should go back to town. And I was like, my bad, dude. So I started turning around, and then I realized I made it like 20 paces out without an encounter. Uh-huh. And it took me like 10 to get back. Bro. I mean, at least at least you don't ever have to grind. I don't know about you, but I never had to grind. Nope, never had to grind. And that was something that I also thought as a positive when looking at this game where that's that's beneficial i could see i I also feel that way about final fantasy games where the 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 random encounters are so constant and that's what's always kept me away from getting into final fantasy Mm -hmm. that's fair and i think if anything that's kind of what would stop me from progressing more in this game but like you said the game really the the shining factor is the combat absolutely the story isn't that much to write home about but it is intriguing enough that i'm wanting to get to continuing on the story yeah so please give me a few less random encounters i'll go back and grind it's fine honestly i, I want to i'm like okay to get... with elective grinding yeah i agree with you it's kind of like all right let's see how far I, how good am i doing too because i'm going to do a little bit of a side grind on my way already yeah to see if my team is set up well enough to beat the upcoming boss without having to go back and do that elective grinding. Mm-hmm. 
Well, and it's it's worth noting that this guy, th- this guy, this guy this doesn't guy. really have okay, <laughs> any other option for side quest XP grinding except random encounters. There aren't really side quests. There's there's a couple of here and there things, but no. not really. No, and I guess that's where the game comes in at such a short time. I I don't mind that. I w- no, I wasn't mad about it. I I will say and I mentioned this earlier to you, my biggest point of frustration in this game, 110%, was trying to figure out what the trigger was to bring up the next part of the cutscene, the story, whatever. The game would give you a, a hint as to what's going on, and then it's up to you to explore and talk to people and visit the shops and leave town and go up north until it tells you to turn around. And Oh, I guess it's not that way. I... I struggled with that. Yeah, and, and it, it, because, too, it's sometimes it's very direct Yeah, of where you need to go, what you need to do to progress the story, to get that trigger, to get mm-hmm. it to continue on. Other times, the conversation just ends. And yeah, especially as an RPG game, you're like, this isn't where I would end the conversation. No. I think maybe we should ask this guy a couple more things <laughs> and get some yeah. clues. And I then you we- go to talk to him, and you have – Pretty much the same conversation you just had. Like, oh, that's it. That's all that, I'm that getting. That was all the dialogue you had, yeah. And then you run into, there's a lot of random encounters. So am I going to have to go back out over here to mm-hmm. get this thing to trigger? And if not, then now I'm going to have to spend like an extra 10, 15 minutes uh-huh. to get my way out and back to yeah. then get back into town to find out, nope, you're supposed to go out this exit, and then we'll uh-huh. start up the cutscene. Dude, I... That sucked. I hated that. I did not enjoy that part. No, I didn't either. Um, whew, that first town you get into, um, it is. It's actually it's after the ship that first ship ride. Yep. Um, you get to that town, and it's a. I mean, you have to talk to a bunch of NPCs in sequence, and then. Like, at one point, you're all having a conversation in this guy's house. You have a little cutscene, and the ship dude is like, all right, I'm going to go check on my ships, and he's out. And you're like, okay, cool. And then they're like, hey, you guys should sleep here. And you're like, sick. Conversation ends. You have to then go talk to the wife who's in the kitchen, and she tells you, oh, stay for supper. It'll be ready soon. You should check out the shops in the meantime. And then you go into one of the shops, and then when you exit that one shop, there's some oh, trigger and then something else happens yes, I know. and then you yes, dude, dude and i like i had been in for... every shop <laughs> i had been in every Ew. building i went outside on both ends i went to the shit whoa dude yeah. that was brutal that took me like and once once i got to the end of it had i known or been given any kind of pointer oh this is what you're doing next i mean i could have blitzed through that in like five minutes and it took me almost an hour Yeah, (laughs) I also think I remember thinking I kind of enjoy this having to talk to everybody, having to figure out who to talk to to get this to progress. But then it loses any sense of reason or giving you any direction of who to talk to. If yeah, if it at least made sense, or it was like, hey, go talk to Stacy. She's outside the general shop. I'd be like, oh, I should have paid attention when they told me what the icons were on the map. 
but you know anything like I like clues, and that's one of the things that I like the most about exploring uh, new Zelda titles or old Zelda games. It, it, they do a good job of keying you in, and a lot of games do this. I'm just you know I'm just particular about Zelda, but yeah, yeah it, not there, something yeah. that was present here. And from a writing perspective, I think that's where the story really fell flat for me. Is just it gave you no game direction. Uh, and you have to do that. You have to tell your player, this is what you're doing next. This mm-hmm. is where you're going. And there's nowhere in the game that you can see what your objective is. There's no quest. There's no, there's no chapter, title. There, there's nothing. Yeah. I, 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 that was especially when you got to the part where you're supposed to go to jail, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. And... The game does a great job. The first time you go to steal something from someone's cabinet. (laughs) Are you sure you're going to take that? Yeah. No, you're right. I'm the hero. I shouldn't. At least that was my mindset. You know, I'm immediately like, no, I'm not going to take Oh, you didn't steal something your first time? No, no, no. Dude, the second I opened that first cabinet, which I didn't know you could do until I was just dead by accident, and little homie's like, bro, you really going to take that Snickers bar? Oh, my God. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I am, dude. <laughs> Some idiot left it in this cabinet up here in their own house. I'm definitely taking it. And then I, you get. Did you ever steal something? I did. Okay, yeah. Your entire did. party's luck falls. Yeah, and your I'm luck like, oh, falls. <laughs> and I only did it because, I, like, first I feel guilty, so I'm not gonna do it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, we get to this part where you get to the game, and in order to visit someone in the jail to ask them some questions, you have to get arrested. Uh, and so you, I'm trying to figure out how do I get arrested. They're like, well, if you go, they make some references about stealing from an item shop or this and that. Mm-hmm. And so first I go in trying to interact with the shopkeeper. And no, you can't, you can't steal anything from the buy menu, obviously. Right. Right. Too so easy. then I go up to the cabinet right in front of her and take something out of it. And not only does your luck go down, but you that the, the person with you has the just like the, the the best way of making you feel bad about oh, yourself. Undercut the shit out of you, like, dude. Oh, it's not just much of a hero core. move, is it? <laughs> yeah. I guess since you're a hero, you can do whatever you want, huh? Like, Fuck. Yeah, with great power comes great responsibility, huh? My ass, <laughs> fucking yeah, asshole. It's... So yeah, really then my luck that. goes down, and I'm like, come on. I only did this because I was told to do it. I didn't want to steal it. This whole time I've been a good boy. Yeah, it's not a it's not a Santa Claus list <laughs> ruling here, unfortunately. <laughs> but then that was another one where you had to talk around a bunch of different people that have nothing to do with this. You know. No. So I agree that that was a very hard part. Too. Yeah. If it didn't have that, I would reference this game to I am Setsuna. Did you ever I did not check play that, that game one. out. Uh, I believe that had either inspirations from or some people from the team of like Chrono Trigger okay. or something along those th- the group along those lines, and it was very similar in that sense of it being a direct RPG, where mm. the, you, there's no side quests. It's just you're just trucking, trucking through this journey. Hell yeah, you know. And Big there's fan. something nice about that, where you don't have to worry about missing out on anything. Yeah. I I do miss those. I because I like sandboxy. I I like that option too, but it's sometimes it's nice to just be along for the ride. 
and you're just you're just playing it. Yep, you're playing it, and you're mm-hmm. just taking the story, and you're just you don't even get much of a say in what you're saying or yeah. anything. A reals just, RPG. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's kind of nice, especially when you're on a time limit like ours. Yeah, that's true. You know, I always feel bad for not being able to you know explore all the nooks and crannies and get to all the different places, but this yeah this one was pretty pretty hard to miss anything really yeah it really i mean there you had to make a mental decision of like you'd see a treasure chest over there and so the game knew it had too many random encounters when the only thing stopping you to go in and open that treasure chest is the distance and the battles <laughs> <laughs> yo that's like six battles yeah worth of... easily that's not worth whatever there's is in no there there's no way not there's a legendary it. something in there no yeah that did have though this mechanic of polishing weapons yeah. so any of the rusty weapons that you pick up in battle i don't know if you, know, you don't get them in battle i think you just get them in the dungeons and like in treasure chests and random places yeah and the chance of that getting polished for like 60 coins which wasn't bad yeah to see if it came out as a badass weapon immediate addiction it was just like oh i know where i left some chests at i'm gonna go back yep. and fucking see if this is like a sweet ass sword yeah but it's never worth it yeah, GOH's uh, rendition of CSGO loot crates all yeah, day, bro. Absolutely. Give me those skins. But moving on to the battle system, there is a oh lot boy. a lot to talk about here. To begin with, you are on a you're on a five by four grid. Is it even that? I believe it's that. Because you have you you have the most people you have in your party that you can have on the grid are five yeah and then four because you have two lines on your side that your team is on oh i see what you're saying and then you're, two on the other you're counting side the enemy and then yeah on too. the enemy gotcha. side and then it's, it's split in half yeah so you've got like a divide between yeah, the five where four. your environment is or what have you yep yeah and then that immediately I enjoyed. I think that was one of the things that pulled me into wanting to play this game when we when I had seen footage of it. Mm-hmm. Because, as we discussed earlier, I'm not big on strategy RPGs. Yeah. And, but, seeing such a small grid, that you have to worry about moving around. Yeah. And you don't have to go all the way up onto their grid and attack them. It's just really a way of saying you're in the front line, you're in the back line. You're in the back, yep. You know, the person in the back is only going to get attacked by uh, spells or arrows. Yeah. And then some special attacks, they can, like, charge back there and get you. But you don't have to worry about moving your people besides forward or back. Right. And I always kept one of my magic users in the back. The rest of my attackers in the front. Yep. And then they, you have the same deal going on with your enemies where you can only physically attack people in their front line and use magic or arrows on the back line. Yeah. Then you get into first, just quickly, as quickly as I can cover it, you have MP. Yep. Which is your magic points Got your magic. in any game. But on top of that, at the top screen, and there are like five different colored spheres mm-hmm. with numbers. Usually like 500 is the number next to them. Yep. And there's a red one, a green one, a blue one, a purple one, 
And there's one other one I think I'm missing. I think it's black. I uh, is it? I don't know. Was it not? No. I don't know what it was. No. Anywho, it's they they all are pretty much elemental colors. And so, if I have two people using heavy fire attacks, that may although everyone else still has their MP, they're not going to be able to use those fire attacks because you've drained all of that red sphere down to zero. Yep. You can still make a last last strike effort type deal. Mm-hmm. And I think it kills you. Does it always kill you or does it just take away I, some health? I never actually... Oh, I got into where I had to. Oh. Tried last ditch effort. Just fucking... Blast, blast it. If you have the MP, but the but say I'm going to use a fire attack... I'm out of the fire mana, but I still have MP. I can attack with that fire attack still using my health. Oh, and so Sack's health. Every time I used it, it killed my people. Oh, shit. Okay. So it takes a lot of health. So I'm not going to lie. I must have missed the explanation for that mechanic in the tutorial. And I just thought it was an unexplained mechanic that would be yet revealed later. And you know, I'm trying to. I was remember. just kind of winging. I'm trying to remember if it explains it or not. Yeah, I never had it figured out. I figured uh, they'll they'll give me the juice at some point, and it just never came. I just immediately. So I never really. But I also didn't use magic very heavily. Hmm. Um, the the magic. The magic system in this game is is pretty unique. It's very typical in that you use MP to cast spells and it has like a, a nifty little um, auto or extra we'll call it input means whenever you cast a spell you can just let it cast the spell which is exactly what it sounds like or you can play like a little mini game to boost the magic power of the spell and it'll give it a, a some kind of multiplier for the damage like an example of that mini game being oh God. you've got the one that I quite enjoyed where it's a circle you have to tap within the circle really fast to get it smaller and smaller. And then they add in two circles mm-hmm. that are moving around, and you have to go between them simultaneously yep. to get them smaller and smaller at the same time. And if you don't go between the two of them, it does not work. You can't do one at a time. Right. You have to do them both. And then you've got the one where you've got the Roman numerals one and two, uh-huh. and you have to drag these dots that say one or two on them into the one or two spot which is a really silly game it's they're dumb, very they're like super they're really simple. simple i ran into issues with that one a lot well roman numeral so it, there's something coded into it if you do it too if you try to drag the orb over too quickly okay, you'll you quote unquote too. drop okay. it or something yep. um it, it was you had to go very slow and steady and yeah. it was it was gimmicky for sure. They were like, I mean, what would you say, fifteen, maybe even more different of these With magic the casting yeah. power up mini game things. Yeah, I would say I don't think I got into all of them, but you see a list. You get you're given a list yeah. that you can do, and you can see all the open spots for what they're going to become. Yeah, there's there's quite a few. Yeah. It's, it was an unexpected mechanic and honestly a pretty decent one for the stylus as far as i'm concerned i did enjoy it i um i would have enjoyed it more had there been less 
random encounters. Oh, agreed. Because then you're just going through auto after a while. You yeah. Know? It wasn't that I didn't like it because, like you said, you can play the game without ever using your stylus. Uh-huh, 100%. You never have to touch it. Um, but you can also play it 100% with your stylus. True. You can. I. Yeah, I I didn't quite prefer that that method, but I did use it from time to time. I used it when I was at the bar, and I was like waiting for Morgan to pick me up. So I'm just like sitting at the bar, just playing my DS. But rather than, you know, being a show off, I'm sitting there playing video games. I just had it sitting there on the bar. Oh, posh. Cognito, just using the stylus to play the game. A gentleman gamer. A gentleman gamer. Wow. I don't want to put it in your face. Peasants, peasants. I, I like that. Uh, the coming back to the magic system, it felt like MP was kind of a press a precious resource. Oh, there yeah. was no in between battle regen. Uh, I, 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 if I remember right, I'm pretty sure you regen on level up. You regen MP. So there, there are there few are triggers different... that will fully regen. So it was something I couldn't figure out, and I didn't know if it was, like, I don't know if it's equipment that my main character has on, mm-hmm. where he regens it, like, every turn. So there are there are terrain bonuses um, that you might be benefiting from, and uh, those will generally give you, like, a 3 or 4 MP regen per he gets round 10. start. But there are, so the, one of the other very robust systems of the game would be the equipment management. A lot of the items... Uh, be the be they armor or a weapon or a secondary weapon, what have you. A lot of them have both active and passive skills tied to them. And, yeah. And then the amount of skills and magic spells that you can gain access to is asinine. And it starts to just just give them to you. At first, oh. it's, at first it's slowly just giving you a few. You just have like you know three for each character, mm-hmm. and then. It just lays on two pages of spells that you can do. Yeah, so you can can visit these uh, temples to some of the different gods in Mythos, and basically there's a tablet and a fairy, and you go and you interact with the tablet, and you pray to the god, and the god bestows the potential for knowledge upon you, unlocking six to ten different spells that you can't cast right away. You basically just have to farm XP, and eventually you will gain enough XP and you'll be able to basically you level up once or twice and then you can use the spells that's yep generally that is, the gist. that's generally about how long it takes you and then you talk to the fairy and she will give you the opportunity to learn an upgraded version or more difficult version of one of your power-up mini game which is used things. for your stronger attacks right yeah because yeah you basically at whatever tier the spell is you have access to those tier of mini games yep um they start to get kind of hard, actually. They, some of them do, and especially it really, I think, pushed the accuracy and the usability of the touchscreen mm. kind of to its limits, mm-hmm. which was it was still okay. It wasn't. It honestly wasn't bad. I didn't find myself getting too frustrated with the controls themselves. Uh, still, very not on the same level of today's touchscreens in terms of accuracy. No, it's and, definitely not. Uh, so that yeah, and th- those touch and slide games, those were the worst. Those for were sure, the worst because there's definitely a lot of lost input along the slide. It had to be something with the the, the coding, like you said. Yeah, because with the other ones, I didn't have any issues. Where you have the ball or the circle moving around really fast, mm-hmm. and you have to get inside of it. I had no problem with those, yeah. but just that one, just that Roman numeral one. Which another thing I thought was funny, and um, 
this is going to really show you my lack of education here. <laughs> Would the Greek use Roman numerals? It depends on when. When the story is taking place of the glory of Heracles. Well, so don't forget about the Roman Empire. Everybody was using Roman numerals after that. Right. So, so it, just, it just depends on when in history. Okay. But yeah, everybody was using Roman numerals after a certain point. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, the, the, the ancient Greek, obviously, were not using Roman numerals. Man. I don't remember exactly what numbers looked like in Greek. But no, I'm fairly certain they had their own lexicon for it. That gave me a little giggle, you know. I did notice, though, that your your gold is it has a D um as like the currency yeah they don't really say what the currency is they they say like you they, you can see you have 100 d or you know 2000 d to spend at the store and certain things cost so many d the i looked it up in the the ancient greek currency it was a some a, i don't remember the name of it but it did start with a d i'll have to look it up cuz now now i want to know i didn't even think about it that much to be honest I always wonder what currencies are supposed to be or what they're supposed to represent. Is that There's a fun YouTube series about um, what prices, I guess it's not a series, but a video about the price of how much money a Pokemon trainer makes by the time like by the time they go through and beat the Elite Four. Oh, yeah. And first to do that, they had to find an in-game product that was a real-life product. Oh, that had a, like a price attached yeah, to it? Yeah, and oh. so that's a whole thing they go through, and then they figure that out. Blow out the economics of the entire game and world. Figure out, yeah, the whole thing. That's awesome. Those are really fun. Um, the Greek, uh, ancient Greek currency, or currency was the drachma. Drachma? Drachma. There you go. There's yeah. the D. Probably killing the pronunciation, but whatever. Yeah. Well, but that makes sense. Dead language, right? Nope. Greece is still... No. Yeah. <laughs> still, uh, still, exists. still exists. Latin is Latin. dead. Latin. Latin. Latin is. Yeah, we killed that one. Yep. Um, public education. Yeah, sure. I didn't go to school. You know, those things. Nah. I was too busy playing DS games yeah. to go to school. Yeah. So education can, is unneeded here. Especially when you're making a podcast. Yeah. You don't have to be educated. No. Not Joe anymore. Rogan's doing it. Isn't he like hella educated? Yeah, I don't probably. I don't know. That's how uneducated I am. I don't even know. Yeah. yeah. I'm so uneducated. I don't even know who's educated. That's right. I did want to talk about the two-headed dog that you have to fight. Oh, yeah. The That was a very smart battle. I know you liked that one. I struggled with that <laughs> one it took me so long i had to actually reference to the one and only game facts guide nice there's only one on there so this is a game a lot of people really missed which is kind of funny because everyone calls solitary robo a hidden gem this to me is kind of more of a hidden gem than sola yeah i'd probably put them in the same-ish bucket mm. for different reasons. Yeah, well, we'll definitely be getting to that. Yes. So, with the dog, he multiplies after each battle sequence. Mm -hmm. And I was really confused because when I would kill the clone, 
which takes obviously way less hits than the OG. Mm-hmm. I thought I was killing the OG and that you had to somehow kill both of them in the same turn before he could move. Oh. Otherwise, they're just going to keep duplicating. And so I was just getting so frustrated. I wouldn't even let the battle really play out all the way. I'd give up partway through and be like, I can't get all these guys oh. like lined up in the same amount of damage. Yeah. And finally looked it up. Played it through, and I enjoyed that battle. I it, thought it was, it was a good one. A very well paced. You got to have someone focused on healing. Mm-hmm. Someone you can focus for a few rounds on the main guy, and then on the after one or two times, you have to have someone focus on the side characters, the clones that have come in from yep. the enemy. It was fun. It was stressful. I mean, you really felt the tension because before that battle, you have. A smaller battle that's supposed to be like the big battle mm-hmm. where you're saving this little girl from these monsters. Once you kill those, then this two headed Orthos, is that his name? He, yeah, I think so. Comes in and you have to battle him. So your MP is already drained. Yep. You're, I don't remember, but I don't believe it fully restores the magic uh, elemental stuff that you have to pull from. Yeah. And so you're limited on the attacks that you can throw out at this thing. Oh, yeah. You're partially drained going in. Yeah. And it's not, it's the hardest battle you've been in so far. Uh huh. Oh, for sure. And it, yeah, it, it was definitely a good one. The, I would say I probably used auto attack on 95% of the battles. I think that one was definitely was, one where I sat up in my gamer seat. Was auto attack? Do you mean when you say that? Because there I is. I mean a, the auto button. Because there's an auto button at the bottom right. Yep. That's what you're talking about? Yes. So does that just choose the attack for you? Yeah. So the game has the auto system. And so you can go into the system settings and you can configure auto. And there's the auto auto, which is. Just let the AI decide what the best thing for your character to do at any given moment on any given turn, right. and it will do that. Uh, otherwise, you can go into manual auto, which basically allows you to set the tolerance for various categories of play style, if you will. So you can set an aggressive attack style. You can uh, you can set a there's I think there's a tolerance setting for like healing and and rejuvenation type things if you will um and so you can you can set you know oh this is my healer character i'm gonna you know make them be more focused on healing with their auto or you can just leave it on auto auto which is what i did i was i never i i I used it once and i thought man that's a lot of ways to move to get to the auto button rather than just hitting attack yeah which is what auto does 90 percent of the time to my knowledge, I didn't use it very True. much. Right? It will it will use skills and magic, but so, otherwise, yeah, you can just spend attack. But what I realized with is because I was usually not playing with the stylus, but for me to hit A and for me to just lean over and just tap on auto in the bottom corner of the screen took the exact same. And once I figured out that, I was autoing everything. See, and you, and you did make a comment earlier about how the stylus is kind of not so great in this game, but... I did also find myself doing a similar thing where I would just use my fingers instead of the stylus. Yeah. And it worked That, that worked fine, honestly fine, yeah. Better than it ha- does in some other games. For sure. The buttons are definitely spaced out just far enough that it works most of the time. 
I got sausages for thumbs, so you know. Even with the stylus, I ran into issues with it bending. Um, I yeah. I I could have sworn I hit the right spot, and it just catches you on the wrong. Mm-hmm. You know. And that could be the screen protector too. You never know. That's true. It could be hard to say. Aside from any, aside from that though, I think we've pretty well covered. Yeah, there's not a lot left to be said about the game. I don't think. I guess normally this is where we'd move into story, but I think we've really covered that, too, as lightly as we've touched on it. Yeah. As far as I've gotten in it, there isn't a lot to be said about it. No. It's not bad. It's not great. It's just there to move you along to new locations. Yeah. You're an amnesiac, right? Amnesiac? Wow, that sounded weird coming out. You're an amnesiac trying to figure out why you're immortal. You find another guy. He's like, well, damn. Why am I immortal? And then it's just a bunch of curious immortals trying to figure out why they're immortal, trying to get up to Olympus. Which is a fun. It's, it's a fun. It's a fun basis for a story. Yeah. That just it's there. It's yeah. all right. Don't really care about any of the characters too much. No, Every, I mean I would say shallow. There's a part where you lose the captain of the ship. He moves on to his own thing, mm-hmm. and that kind of bummed me out because I like the captain. But then he gets yeah. replaced with a spunky little girl, and you're like. Well, who doesn't like yeah, the side little... characters? Yeah, the cannon fodder part party members that the game feeds you periodically in the various legs of the story are honestly more endearing than the main character. Yes, mm. the yeah, main, the characters. main characters. Yeah, I agree. Especially the 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 other guy that you get out of jail. Mm-hmm. He's a blast. He's hilarious. Good time. Yeah, and once again, while the story wasn't great, visuals come through here visuals in the storytelling when your whole squad is talking to somebody and then they need to talk to each other. They actually all turn in to a circle yeah, and talk and the cutscenes play out just so smoothly. They remind me almost of like that early Prince of Persia tracking Ooh, type deal they used okay. with that. Yeah. No, I of feel how that. smoothly they, they pick up the, there's a part where you kick some guy's ass and they, one of the guys picks up his, his, uh, his partner off the ground mm-hmm. and drags him away with him. Yeah. And he good. just straight up drags them all yeah, across the off whole screen. Thing. Yeah, yeah. there's no in a lot of these RPG cutscenes, everyone's just standing there. Yeah, you just have like a name card with and some then, dialogue yeah, so, or yeah, something. Yeah, it just usually. comes up and the story's being told, and you just yeah, you know what's going on. But in this, it actually shows you, yeah, you have actual what's happening. Scenes. It's yeah, pretty it's pretty cool. cool. I like that a lot. While the story didn't have a lot to give, the telling of it was well done. Yeah, I will definitely concede that. Moving on to our very important and totally not arbitrary and pointless ranking system. Yes. The most prestigious, the most accurate part of the cast. It's the only review you should listen to in the world. Doesn't matter if you're an Xbox-only gamer. Yeah. I'm sure that they have a spinoff version on here, and we'll let you know how it is. Absolutely. And you can base your, your opinion off that, of whether you're going to get the game or not. Yeah, just stick around for an indefinite amount of time until we review said title. Yeah, I mean, you you got 30 years to kill. Yeah, but don't play that game until we tell you to. Don't you fucking dare. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (coughs) Story. Story. I'm I'm going with a four. I'm going to give it a five. Wow. I, yeah, it was nice of you. I, it was all right. It was cute. It's fun. 
It was okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was alright. It was alright. There are definitely parts where it... gameplay. I give it a gameplay in general is hard with this one because you have such such highs and such low lows. Yeah. I I will give it a seven. Okay. I was also gonna give it a seven. Right. I think the battle system carried it through gameplay wise. Yeah. Sound audio. I'm gonna give this one a. If we gave Sola a nine, I gotta give this one. See, this is why I don't like these ranking systems. Yeah, okay. nobody does, dude. I gotta give this one a, a nine out of ten as well. Really? I almost give it a nine point five really? because I thought it was better than Sola Two Robos. Okay, okay. I'm sweating on a seven. I feel like seven's fair you though. You feel how you want. Yeah, no, that's fair. I appreciate that. As can you. Yeah. As can you. Stylus. Good, bad, true, false. Good, yeah, very good. Also, gonna give it a good, uh, especially the, just you can use it through the whole game. You don't have to use it at all. I really enjoy that. And Me too. Then when I was, th- I didn't think there would be a time when I would want to use a stylus, and then there absolutely was. And when I did, I it yep. played just great. I can't agree with you more. Balanced, beautiful, Balanced. visuals. Uh, I gotta give that uh, probably a nine out of ten again. Nine out of ten. I'm going to give it an 8. I would like to give it less, but I don't know what we gave Sola. Sola rated really high. In fact, I can look it up. Well, then that's just, I'll just say, I would like to give it an 8 then. Without even knowing what I gave Sola. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to give it an 8 out of 10. Like, right. I think that sounds good. That's fair. Because they were good. They were really good. There's probably some way better ones out there. We are later into the life cycle, so maybe not. Maybe this is, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Okay. So that brings us... Wait. We're forgetting one. I wondered if you were going to remember. Cause this game didn't have a single ladder. No, it did not. Nope. Stairs. Just stairs. No ladders. We're just going to NA it then. I thought that meant it was good. I mean, I wouldn't say it's good. Like That's like saying that you're a good skier because you don't go skiing. Well, we, we rated Sola 2 Robo good on its usage of the stylus because there wasn't any. Yeah, well, here at PocketCast, we believe in double standards. Oh, shit. I like this game more than I like Sola 2 Robo. I'm going to just <laughs> say it flat out. This game is way better than Sola 2 Robo. Yeah, I'm not I'm not fighting you there. Um, there's still another one that we are missing. What? Crossdresser. Oh, we didn't talk about Did we? I thought, we, I thought we? we ranked about crossdressing. Did we did we rank? I thought I I maybe I just we talked about it. Maybe I just wanted it to be like a ten out of ten. Dude, you sure you don't want to go back to Solo Two Robo just for Almond? Well, there's a cross dresser in this one who is not as enjoyable as Almond. No, it was just weird. I mean, so speaking to Morgan about it, I guess it's a thing in Greek mythology where like oracles are often cross dressers, and people of power would often be cross dressers. Very true. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't. I knew that fact. Didn't even think didn't about consider it. Consider it, huh? Nope. Yeah, I told Morgan about. Yeah, it's funny. There's another crossdresser. We have another game. Yeah, crossdresser. It's pretty funny. What does that leave us here? That gives us. Oh, uh, round up, round down. Round up. I like the game. All right, that brings us in at a solid eight. It's how do you than, feel? How do you feel Zola. about that? Yeah. yeah, Sola came in at six. And honestly, I thought we were going to hit 7 out of 10 as the average on this one. So, yeah, Honestly, that's kind of where I thought we'd be, too. I'm not mad about the 8. I had a good time. 
definitely enjoyed it more than Solo. So I can't be too mad about that. Yeah, I definitely, this past two weeks, flew by. I think I might keep playing it. I don't know. It's hard to say because of the amount of random encounters. Yeah. I don't know if I can. I think if I came back to it with the mindset of I'm just going to enjoy the battle system, that would probably drastically change my perspective. Once again, same thing we felt about Solo a little bit. Yeah. Not on a time crunch. Might have enjoyed it more. Yeah. But realistically. That's the nature of the game, baby. (coughs) Cater to our weirdly specific standards. Well, and as an adult. Right? You're already fucking... You're always pushed for time. Dude, I got so much shit going on right now. It's insane. And when you're dealing with the DS title, I'd like to have more progress happen in a shorter amount of time because of that pick up and play, put it in my pocket, pull it out and play it a little bit. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe maybe I'll eat those words too because I do like an elongated game. Elongated game. Ooh, elongated games. Mm, That's our new publishing. Trademarked. TM. That's us. Yep. Don't steal it. No, I'm with you. It, that is the one drawback to this. Yeah. Right? So hopefully this next I mean, game I've got a RuneScape play. account so <laughs> <laughs> that I still probably will continue to play. So how much time can I really commit to these titles? We'll find out. We'll find Stay out. Stay tuned. <laughs> On the next episode. <laughs> what we're looking at now uh, is randomizing some games and seeing what we're playing next week. Yeah. Let's go for it. Spin the wheel. Tell me where to direct my focus. And with such excitement of the randomizer wheel, Fletcher and Ed forgot to hit record. The game that it chose was Professor Layton in the Curious Village. The boys were ecstatic. Find out more on the next episode. But before that, enjoy this blooper. Hello and welcome (laughs) to Pocket Cast. We are really bad at intros. Oh, the worst. We are <laughs> my best friend Ed so. and co-host. God, we just got to start over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to script it? <laughs>